0: Yo, 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 it's your boy, Bagul, BG45. Um, Listen, uh, thank you for watching my channel, and uh, honestly, like, I'm just so amazed that so many people love to see me murder people uh, in creative ways. It's it's a blessing, uh, and I honestly owe that to my mom. She also looks like a weird creature, but... We got our boy Michael here. He's volunteered, kind of. And, uh, right now, what I'd like you to do is, uh, hit that, smash that subscribe button and and ding that bell. Also, you can pick, you know, how many notifications. I don't want to annoy you too much. But, uh, make sure you visit my Patreon page at Bijou, BG44. Uh, BG, uh, that's my cousin, Ezekiel. Um, and, uh, Go to my Patreon page. That way, you can get a lot of, lot of. Um, you can take that. Take it out. Okay. You can get a lot of definite bagul extras, like looking at my weird face.
1: Somebody call 911,
0: please. Oh, uh, you you all good? Thank you so much for signing up for this challenge. Um, tell me, Mr. Michael, where you where are you from?
1: please somebody help
0: me all right now if uh, my my seven children minions if you wouldn't mind laying him down
1: Man, uh, let go of me. yeah
0: we, we let come me up with it. a very creative thing so what I've done is I have stuffed raw meat up Michael's butt and we are what gonna we are gonna dangle him over this shark tank okay and this shark tank has alligator strapped to the shark. Now, once again, Bagul goes crazy. So, if I can get 10,000 likes by the time we do that, I will throw in a giant squid. Okay, don't know where my production comes from? Don't, don't, it's you, the people at Patreon, paying all their hard-on cash to watch me murder people in cool and interesting ways you oh it's okay michael you'll be fine now um first off let me start my super eight recorder all right let me hold on it's gonna take a minute i've got to like set the reel up okay all
1: right there's got to be an easier way to do this I'm so late, dude. Well, well, you gotta, you gotta take it and extend it out and oh, wrap, yeah, wrap yeah, it yeah, around. You, you have the two. Yeah, 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 you're very yeah. smart. Yeah, you, you got it. Okay, cool. Now there we go. Now listen, listen. Okay, so I'm
0: starting it. Okay, so once again, you wonder where the bucks get spent here on BG44's station. Well, listen here, it gets spent on these Super 8 reels, which I have to actually travel in the past. To pick up. And uh, so once I get back from the 1970s, I come back here and then I make this wonderful content for you. But if I get 2,000 extra subscribers or likes before I, I put Michael over this, I will eat a raw stick of butter. It's the raw stick of butter challenge. My mouth doesn't actually move, so I just have to smash it into my wooden face.
1: That's the stupidest challenge I've ever heard. Listen, I've spent all my money on the shop
0: the alligator and giant octopus. Okay? Oh no, squid. They got they got tendrils, it's fine. It's one of them. Alright, so let's put him over that tank.
1: Oh no no no. Alright,
0: no, no, no. and hit ah. Let's hit that weird uh, ooga booga music. Alright.
1: That song sucks.
0: Oh, that. Oh, 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 that. Uh, that kind of. That made me a little, a little horny. May need to talk to my therapist about that. Anyway, I'm gonna eat this raw stick of butter. <laughs> everyone and welcome to the Cat Scare Podcast. I'm Campbell. I'm Michael. And tonight we're going over 2012's uh, scariest movie
1: ever made. Scariest movie of all time. Seriously, I shit my pants. I'm so fucking
0: scared. Sinister. We watch Sinister. It's a movie. It's a movie. That was uh, directed by uh, Mr. Scott Derrickson. Or I like to call him Dickerson. Um, <laughs> okay. And he, uh, he also directed a, a, a one Marvel adventure called Doctor Strange. Um, as well as um, uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose and the new
1: movie that I can't wait to not see, The Black Phone. I can't wait for it to go on streaming services. Immediately? Because that's what it did. Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I didn't actually yeah. know. I thought it went to skip
0: the theater because no one wants to see this shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was like that Kevin Bacon horror movie that came out like during the pandemic, and it was like, What? yeah, yeah. It's called "Um You Shouldn't Be Here" or something.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone's
0: like, I need something new to watch, <laughs>
1: so they're like, maybe this will work. That's um, like. Um... I feel like the beginning of Pandemic, there were, like, all these... So, like, you know how that new Trolls movie, the world tour? They were like, this is the most watched movie, like, ever. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's like, I I guess everybody's stuck at home with their kids. They gotta put something on. Yeah, I mean, like, it
0: really... The Pandemic changed a lot of people's, like, viewing
1: habits. But at the
0: same time, I went to go see... uh, thor and i truly miss the theater you know i like a real theater not mm-hmm. walter bro's tiny theater but like uh you know regal azalea square like big comfortable seats like I, I just like the lights and i like smell of it like i miss i miss the theater well you can't get the smell with vr but no you can't but you could just like rub theater popcorn all over you and
1: like That'd be about it. (laughs) Just imagine you, like, you sitting on the couch, like, in your underwear with the VR on, (laughs) and you've got, like, a thing of popcorn butter next to you, and you just slather it on. Yeah, you're like, oh, finally.
0: Um, I need some uh, teenager to, like, turn on their cell phone and and laugh and shoot TikTok videos while I'm watching this movie, then I'll feel right at home. Um, so, Uh, Sinister... The movie we were talking about, Michael. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess
1: may, maybe this time we should actually talk about no, the movie.
0: No, we got 30 minutes of nonsense, okay? <laughs> so, we're seven minutes in, so... <laughs> but, um, you know, Sinister is another house joint. Um, uh, a very small, budgeted, uh, money-making monster... I think
1: the budget was three million. million. Yeah, not... three million made almost ninety million. Yeah. So like I bet I bet God, Jason
0: Bloom was sitting in like like Hawaii going Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I will say like this movie It 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 had a lot of hype to it. Like I remember when this movie came out, the marketing for it. Mm -hmm. Marketing was really good. Yeah, I mean this this movie, and and they really played up on the like, you know, this the scariest movie, which I I feel like every horror movie is at some point in time the
0: scariest horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. But I don't know. it, It was just really effective. Uh, and they got me excited I went to see it in theaters um, I feel like if I saw it in theaters it would have been a lot better I, I like do it, you know. I do remember the first time I saw this movie other than one scene which we'll talk about I thought it was good mm-hmm. Um, but it also did stick with me I, I've never forgotten do you think it's because of the uh, voyeuristic
0: and taboo kind of smut that they were trying to push? You know, I think it's because of the fucking lawnmower. The lawnmower is pretty fucked up. I, I forgot about that until today, and I was like, <laughs> like I rented this last night, and the kids they had a hard time going to sleep last night. So I watched an hour of it, and then I had to finish it in my car at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just kind of like trying to look through the glare, and um,
1: and also I'm
0: like, what's it, what the hell are they doing? Is that a ride mower is
1: that a push I mower? I can't imagine trying to watch this movie with something with a glare. I oh, mean, it's this movie horrible. is like pitch black.
0: It's horrible. Like, um, but like, I'm all of a sudden I'm like, what's that? Why is he cutting grass? And I'm like, ah! I had the same reaction he did. Yeah. Um, but my thing about this movie. Like it's it's they actually did a scientific study where they took like recent and like popular horror films and they like sat 120 people or so in a you know in a room to watch these movies and they like put them in like you know to measure their heartbeat and their pulse and like their stress levels and stuff and it actually was the scariest movie ever made, according to science. Hereditary was fourth, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. I wouldn't Mm -mm. I wouldn't say Hereditary Hereditary still sticks with me today.
1: Well I mean, yeah, like Hereditary is a better movie. But I mean like so obviously their study was based on heart rates. Yeah. yeah. Which tension and which is based on stress. Yeah. Not necessarily Fear. I mean, yes, normally your heart rate goes up when with fear, yeah. but they're not so linked. To it, like that—that's clearly one of those studies that are like. Yeah, because when I get you scared, know to help sell. When I get
0: scared, I I have an erection, so it's
1: like fear-based. Well, erections. that yeah, that's mm-hmm. the heart rate, yeah, blood's yeah. pumping, blood, yeah. So it's it just it's shot go right so. down. They're like ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can see why this movie. Uh, can elicit that kind of reaction because for like the first half of the movie, it is really effective in that more hereditary sense. Yeah. Um. You know, this elevated kind of horror. It's very slow. Uh, the images that they use, like they stick with you, and to be. I mean, whenever I think of this movie, those are the images that stuck with
0: me. Yeah, just the films, the film, the, the actual films. Yeah,
1: the films, and I mean the the general unease uh, of the setting. Like just a tree on its own. You have this tree with the broken limb, which nobody ever cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, like no one's like, maybe we should take that murder tree out.
0: <laughs> um, but.
1: they're they're like why can't we resell this house yeah i don't don't, get it it. i don't get
0: it we left the nooses there for like (laughs) you know like
1: decorations jesus christ (laughs) um but so it it has it has that part covered but it also later on goes way into more jump jump scare Mm -hmm. uh i mean there there are from a video I saw, I watched the video, it said there were seven jump scares in the movie. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them are in the second half of the movie.
0: Makes sense. But I mean, like, to me, a jump scare is, is supposed to be scary, but I just didn't, they just
1: didn't get me. I don't even remember what they are. This movie's actually the one where I first, like, made the connection, my, my three second rule. Yeah, yeah. It, and this is the one where I was like, okay. I, I've like, I've thought, I hypothesized it. I've tested it now. Yeah. My conclusion is these jump scares suck.
0: They do. They <laughs> yeah. they do suck. And and, and the movie actually kind of sucks. Um, and I'm not saying that like there weren't some great performances and some of the direction was really, the cinematography. I'm sure was beautiful if it wasn't so fucking dark. Um but it just didn't impress. I I was I was hoping to like come out of it with like
1: an admiration for it, but I think actually I have none for it. It's one of those that I I I think it does get worse as it goes on. Yeah. As you watch it because you know, you lose that kind of feeling that you get from first seeing mm -hmm. the Super 8 films. And then all that you're left with is these cheap, poorly yeah. done jump scares.
0: Um, let's talk about the bad guy, the um, the specter of this movie, uh, Bagel uh, or Mr. Boogie. Um, okay, so I grew up watching like Chucky and Freddy and Jason and like these big horror icons. I don't even know what he looks like. I mean, is he a uh, clown? He,
1: he looks like the guitarist for Slipknot. Yes,
0: that, I was thinking something like that. Or um, What was that? I mean, he looked like a wooden clown. <laughs> um, and he kind of looked like he had a goatee, and then he kind of looked like he had... I, I don't even know what he
1: had. The thing about Bagul for me, uh, which I didn't even realize he was named Bagul, I, I thought he was just... The Boogeyman or Mr. Boogie? I mean,
0: I've got it tattooed right here. Bagul. Oh, okay. That's how much I love him.
1: Across your chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: No (laughs) rag rats. All Bagul. (laughs) I don't know what he looks
1: like, so I just asked him to do whatever. Um, Um, But, like, Bagul, he does work for me uh, until... Until they start leaning into his, you know, using him for scares and things like that. Yeah, because it's not working. <laughs> they, and what's even worse, his scares are always the worst. Yeah. They are the ones where he's just, you know, either not on frame or on the other side of the room. And he literally leans in like into the camera and just like... Oh my I God. feel like he's that, per- that is the absolute lowest. I feel like he's like
0: Gene Simmons's um, brother or something that no one knew about, or like <laughs> Kiss's special ed partner. Because <laughs> he just yeah. it just looked really really bad. And um, another thing about him, like a specter of evil, um, a true specter of evil doesn't need helpers. You know, um, doesn't need someone to do his dirty work, but man he let little children go do all the work i mean he i can just see him in his little realm like sitting on a a throne made out of cheez-its and just like because i mean who knows i mean it's made out of whole cloth and he's (laughs) like he's like little timmy go scare him (laughs) uh i'm a goo and uh i just hate it i hate him
1: i hate him so much well i Honestly, his design isn't too bad. What is his design? I don't know what he looks like. I feel like you get
0: very small glimpses at him. I couldn't tell if he was one of those inflatable punching clowns or an actual person.
1: (laughs) No, like... Well, see, that's the thing for me. He, He looked... To me, he looks like a person in a mask. And so... Um, the biggest problem that I have with this movie is when it leans into the paranormal stuff mm-hmm. uh, when it w- in the beginning it was all just like a, a crime like a uh, crime drama. Yeah, crime a drama mystery. and like starts going to like thinking that realizing there's a, a bigger conspiracy going on here, some uh, maybe something with a cult. Uh, something that's making these children kill their family uh, in and, creative and so, ways, and some figure that is in all these things. So it's like okay, uh, but like so far it had been so grounded, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I get. Like that's kind of the point of the Super Eight film. Yeah, you know, it helps something it earthly,
0: into, hard media.
1: You know, yeah. it requires effort. Yeah, but. As soon as they go more into them being, like, spirits, mm-hmm. demons, or whatever, they lose me. Well... Uh, it, it, it's terrible. To me, it's a bastardized American
0: version of The Ring. Um, you know, haunted media. But, like, the Japanese did it better, you know? And uh, we just... Did it like this. I mean, the Super 8, I can see being an American thing. You know, real American. You know, re- remember that trip we took on the Super 8? Um, but I just, I'm kind of bummed. I'm bummed that I didn't like it. <laughs> but, you know what? Let's go over the plot. And uh, All right. talk about it more in depth.
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: You know, like, um, here, let me light a candle to... Okay. Sorry, that that was my pipe. That was my pipe. (laughs) Okay. Um, This is the plot of Sinister by Wikipedia. Trusted news source. Scariest news source in the world. The spookiest, spookiest news, spook news. Um, No, that was racist. Um, Okay. (laughs) Oh, To two people that will get that joke. (laughs) All right, you ready? All right. True crime writer Ellison, that's it, right, Ellison? Yeah. Oswald moves into a home in the fictional town of Chatford, Pennsylvania. Uh, Did M. Night Shyamalan help direct this movie? Um, With his wife, Tracy, their 12-year-old son, Trevor, and their 7-year-old daughter, Ashley. Unbeknownst... She had a name? Yeah, I just thought it was a, a drawing girl. Unbeknownst to his wife and kids, Ellison has moved them into a home where the Stevenson family was murdered by hanging. Um, he intends to write a book about the case to regain the fame he lost after his best-selling book, Kentucky Blood. Every time he said it, I wanted to say it. I'm like, Kentucky Blood! Okay. <laughs> was followed by two less successful novels, um, probably like Wisconsin Cheese and... <laughs> I don't know. He didn't say it. Um, he hopes to learn the fate of a 10 year old Stephanie Stevenson who disappeared following the murders. Um, Ellison finds a box in the attic that contains a scorpion as well as a projector that reels a super of Super 8 footage, each labeled as home movies. The films are, f- are footage of different families being murdered in various ways, each with a related but Innocuous. Is innocuous? Innocuous. innocuous, 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 yeah. innocuous. I said it right. Related but innocuous titles such as "Mass Drowning" marked by marked as "Pool Party '66." Each murder is performed by an unseen camera operator. Ellison notes that the appearance of a mysterious symbol and a strange, ominous figure in the films. Ellison matches footage of a throat-slitting murder to news reports. From St. Louis, Missouri, in 1998. Three members of the Miller family were murdered while 13 year old Christopher Miller disappeared. One night, Ellison investigates noises in the attic. Inside the film's reels, canister lids, he finds a king snake and a childlike drawing depicting the murders with a strange figure called Mr. Boogie also present. At one point, Ellison encounters a Rottweiler in the backyard. Which I think the Rottweiler wasn't there to as a bagul stand in. I think he was just there to bark at the ghost kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean I was like, what's the point in even pointing that
1: one out? I, li- I like how even the Wikipedia yeah. uh, synopsis like, that just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, hey. And then it's not yeah, addressed. Oh, well, uh, and why it happened, you know. They're just like, oh yeah, and there was a Rottweiler. Yeah, super
0: spooky. It scared me. I'm afraid <laughs> of dogs. Um, Ellison consults a local deputy and discovers that the film, film murders took place at different times and in different cities across the country, dating back to 1966. A child from each family disappeared following every murder. And, before the Stevensons moved to Chatford, they lived in the Millers' former home. The deputy so-and-so, he did not have a name, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Did you know that? Wait, what? So, uh, our friend from It Chapter 2. Oh, yeah. He's just Deputy So-and-So. That's what it's in the, it's in the credits.
1: Oh, did he not? He didn't
0: have a name? Never had a name. And in the sequel, he's ex-Deputy So-and-So. They don't even say his name. (laughs) (laughs) I never saw the sequel. Um, it sucks, but... And they use 16mm film, which does nothing. (laughs) It just doesn't... That's twice the film. It's twice the film, yeah. Um...
1: It's not good. I wouldn't watch it. I I I remember when it came out and I heard. At that point, I was still thinking like, "Oh, Sinister was pretty scary." I Uh, was like afraid. I mean, pee my pants in the theaters. Yeah, I I was like, someone, someone, bring me a towel.
0: (laughs) Bring me a copy of Kentucky Blood. (laughs) For a second, I thought you were getting like, I say, I say. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the ex-deputy so-and-so refers Ellison to occult specialist, Professor Jonas, to decipher the symbol in the films. Jonas relates the symbol to an ancient and obscure pagan deity Bagul who would kill entire families and take one of their children to consume their souls slowly. Jonas suspects that the murders are part of a cult initiation rite rather than the work of a single person Ellison hears the film projector running and finds the missing children seated in the attic watching one of the films Bagul appears on camera before physically appearing going, hey I'm a spooky Bagul <laughs> appearing before Ellison Ellison takes the camera projector and films outside and burns them, He that's the traditional burn the haunted object For no... uh, To no avail. I love that.
1: I'm gonna throw this Ouija board in here! Yeah, but... I actually think it kind of works in this film. Really? Well, just because... uh, It came back, then Didn't it? Well, no, I I mean the... Like, him burning it. Okay. Like... It it works with his character arc. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, He tells Tracy that they're moving back to their old house... Tonight... Jonas sends Ellison, now back at his old home, historical images associated with Bagul, including the mysterious symbol and three symbolic animals that Ellison encountered at the Stevenson's house. I guess that's why they said something about the Rottweiler. A scorpion, a snake, and a dog. Early Christians believed that images of Bagul served as a gateway for the demon to come from the spiritual realm to the mortal world, and Bagul can possess children who come into contact with these images. Ellison discovers the unharmed projector and films in the attic along with a new film labeled extended cut endings. The deputy calls Ellison and informs him that every murdered family had once lived in the house where the previous murder took place. He also learns that Professor Jonas, he also learns from Professor Jonas the pattern. Each new murder occurred shortly after the family moved from the crime scene into a new residence. Traced back to the murder of the Martinez family by arson in 1979 after they moved to Sacramento, California from Portland, Oregon, site of the 1966 drownings. By moving away from the Stevenson house, Ellison has marked himself and his family as the next victims. The new footage depicts the missing children coming on screen following each murder. Revealing themselves to be the killers under Bagul's influence. Ellison becomes lightheaded and notices a green liquid at the bottom of his coffee mug, along with a note from Ashley that says, Good night, Daddy, before losing consciousness. He awakes to find himself, Tracy and Trevor, bound and gagged on the floor. Ashley, having been influenced by the spirit of Stephanie Stevenson, what a name, to fall under Bagul's possession, approaches them while filming with the 8 millimeter camera, she tells her father that she will make him famous again, Daddy, and proceeds to murder her family with an
1: axe. She, She's like, Dad, this is going to go so viral. <laughs> like, they're going to love it. <laughs> uh, she then uses their blood to paint
0: pictures on the walls of the hallway along with Bagul's symbol on the door. Ashley views the film of her murders while drawing the murder in the lid of the home movies box. The missing children stare at her through the film but flee when Bagul appears. He lifts Ashley into his into his into his arms and teleports into the film. The box of film sits in the Oswald family attic, now accompanied by Ashley's real titled House Painting
1: twenty twelve The Year of Our Lord. But well, that's that's the year the world and the world ended. Yeah, their their world ended. I mean,
0: that was pretty cool though when she's like, um, you know, hacking them up, and then they don't they don't show it, but like all of a sudden, like lightning's striking, or I don't know, maybe it's the light from the projector or whatever. No storming. Yeah, and like there's just blood all over her and blood everywhere. That was a pretty cool image. But other than that, that third act is dog shit. Because <laughs> like I was reading it, I'm like, this is so stupid. Like. Number one, once his name's a drunk, like, it's quite obvious that, like, he, he likes L- his drinks. Ellison? Yeah, Ellison is a drunk. And so, you know, he had no self-control. He, he could have put the liquor away that night and not drank whatever Bagul, like, gave him to knock him out. He's like, all right, I need you to go downstairs, okay? You need to get an eighth ounce of rat poison. I need it. To- where the hell does that come from? Does is there like a my little elixir thing that you can get when you're a kid? Makeup poisons or, or things things not adults out? It's just stupid.
1: I don't I don't see what you're getting at. Right, I'm, now. I'm
0: saying I'm saying that how how would a eight year old girl, regardless of who how how could you have all the ingredients to make a drug that would render them basically comatose.
1: You could probably just take some take a bunch of pills and you know, you can can maintain the the cat would drink whiskey all night. He can
0: handle drugs. Like he can handle sedatives. It just anyway. (laughs) Oh the cat? Sorry. Oh the cat scare cat has
1: arrived. Yes.
0: Sorry, I know I was getting upset that that's dumb fucking movie.
1: <laughs> no, I mean I. I couldn't I don't get past really it. have any kind of problem at that point. Uh, I guess because at that point I've given up on the movie. And that's my
0: me too, but I still couldn't get over it. I was like,
1: how did that happen? Like anyway. So I don't. Did they mention in the synopsis at all uh, about the children running in slow motion? No,
0: because because no? that would be uh, foolish. Because... Did they
1: mention at all about Trevor's? Uh...
0: Oh, night, night terrors? terrors, and 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 uh, catapulting backwards out of a box for some reason. And <laughs> <It's> so stu- <laughs> so stupid. I mean, like uh, number one, the, I, I hated the kid's hair, stupid hair, and then it, and then he's, <laughs> I was like, oh, the box is moving and. How? How did that happen? I guess Bagul did it. We just we throw it all the way that Bagul did it. Um. Oh man. Yeah. Slow motion. Okay. So let's let's go through this. So at basically the the night that kind of pushes him to decide like I may need to get out of here. Um. He wakes up to the sound of the eight millimeter going. Yeah. Um. Which I did like that. It's almost like the sound of dogs. Um, so he wakes up to the 8mm going, and he actually like decides he's going to sneak around the house because the tree footage is on his projector screen and it's on the computer screen. So he's sneaking around the house, and then the camera starts doing things um, like there's one where the girl was standing on like the couch and he's walking by her and then it does this like intense pushing on her face and it just the oh no that
1: that he um he walked down the hallway and she was standing at the end of the hallway yeah
0: and it's like this real like extreme close-up of her face and terrible makeup and um, and it's like, "Ain't that scary?" And I'm like, "No, no, you're not no, this whole thing I was laughing, yeah, yeah. You know, and then, even Shauna was laughing, and then like they're like, <laughs> I feel like there should be some like inspirational music you know, playing in the background of them running slowly, yeah, around you know, something <laughs> like that. um, and then there's the part where I know they they had to Scott Derrickson was probably sitting with Jason Bloom, and they were giving themselves like you know good job man and uh, where he's coming down the end of the hall and all of a sudden the boy pops up behind him and, and then he's like uh, uh. and then immediately he makes a, like a creak noise and he turns around and he's gone and they're probably like oh fuck people are going to lose their mind over this
1: give me more slow motion <laughs> I just came in my pants oh god good
0: fear. Oh, I'm so scared my cum is evil um so okay so I'm gonna give the the movie some praise where praise is due um the acting was great I thought Ethan Hawke was amazing it's really hard to carry a film by yourself um as Tom Hanks um (laughs) and I mean I didn't care for the which Michael and I talked about this I I was like I don't like that shrew of a wife (laughs) And Michael's like,
1: well, she was only, like, being reasonable, and I was like, still (laughs) shrewy. It's kind of like how everybody hated... Skylar. um, Yeah. Yeah, Skylar White. Yeah, I I love Skylar White, though. I think I was probably one of the few that, like,
0: understood that what she was going through was not a normal situation. Um the kids were good I thought the little girl at first was really really crappy as an actress and then all of a sudden she gets possessed by the other girl and she does a fantastic job out of nowhere I was like bravo um it's obviously that Derrickson likes kids maybe um someone should check up on that <laughs> because he um he did the black foam, which um I don't know if y'all have seen the previews but it looks dumb as fuck um but it's about a killer who wears a dumb face dumb mask and uh he uh like sneaks up on kids and goes oh my van full of balloons and uh throws the kids in there and so this movie's about a kid who's in his torture cell and there's this old black phone that supposedly doesn't work but yet the ghost of all the victims of the killer like gets him out of there or something. I don't know. But, yeah, Derrickson must have a thing. Like, I do feel that when you do add horror with younger children, it, like, kind of brings up something primal in you. Well, Because that's uh, when this, you're, like, the most afraid.
1: I mean, Sinister, like, there, there's violence against children, but it's not, like, exploitative. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, Instead of it, like, it, it's fair with its violence. It's like, we don't care who you are.
0: That's very true. And and kill all of you. Yeah, we're going to, y'all are going to get run over by this lawnmower. Um, there, in the second movie, there is a kill with alligators.
1: Is that where that came from? Yeah. <laughs>
0: so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. But um,
1: is, it, is it like a, the happening? Kind of it's very thing.
0: similar, yeah. It's, it's similar CGI too. Um, <laughs> they're like hanging upside down by their feet in the bayou or something. <laughs> um. Oh man, what a terrible movie! So, what did you think about the cinematography? I mean, like I said, I didn't like it because it was super dark, which I know built the atmosphere.
1: It the the problem with how super dark it was was not ever seen needed to be like this yeah Uh, it it made it to a point where you pull yourself out because you're like there's no way this guy is not just walking around turning on all the lights as he goes yeah i mean like all of us would do that or you have your cell phone out with the
0: flashlight i mean we all have flashlights now yeah uh, that we're armed with at all times
1: and you better believe if it's dark i'm using that flashlight um. well n- yeah, most horror movies like if they want to let the character be in the dark you know they bring like a storm that yeah. cuts the power or something like you that
0: drop a flashlight in some water or like
1: you drop your phone and it breaks in yeah. a million pieces but as far as we know everything was still working fine uh, and he just doesn't turn on any lights no, ever ever And, um, you know, I'm not like,
0: I mean, I feel like when I first saw this movie, I was more, I think all of it, all my fear came from the snuff films, and and I thought that was something clever, you know, like, you have a traditional movie that adds a little found footage, which was big at the time, um, to it, and that's part of the mystery, you know. That's legitimately... He legitimately found footage. Um, so, what's your favorite death scene?
1: Well, I mean, the the one that like sticks with me, you know, like is the lawnmower. Yes, but I think my favorite is actually the the hanging tree. I think my
0: favorite is the pool because that seemed horrible, a horrible way to go, like. Yeah. Being tied up to those um those pool chairs, you know, yeah, and and then ripped into the pool to just meet your demise. That's
1: horrifying. See, for me, having the movie just like hard cut like at the beginning—that's the very first thing you see. It's like you don't even get no. uh, like the um like a fade in or anything. It's just yeah, cold boom. open. Boom. Yeah. Here you go. You're gonna. And uh, that's a super effective hook, yeah. like showing you that you you know this movie's about to be fucked up. Yeah.
0: Well, um, another thing I liked about that scene too was I like what the girl was using to cut the tree down, which was one of those limb cutters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I bet that Super Eight film, unless it was if it wasn't edited, she would be like losing her fucking mind for an hour. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna get it down, <laughs> you know, because that's not easy. That that tree limb was huge; That was like ten inches around. And uh, it's been a long time since I've seen a hanging in a movie. I noticed that. Don't see him much anymore. The Conjuring. You're right. There was something yeah. like Conjuring about that. But still, you know, you just don't, it's like something you don't see. Well, you yeah, know, I mean, yeah, it just back like, in the old days where. Executions were like a form of entertainment. <sighs> One day, uh, the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, let's well, bring our parasol can... to the town square. They're gonna murder old uh, Sideways if you... Billy. If you go on Best Score, you can see plenty of. Of course, you would uh. go on Best Score. <laughs> That's probably why you didn't. You thought this was not entertaining
1: because you see it for real. No, the. I mean, you you already said it. The, the snuff films were the best part of the yeah. movie. But that's because they're the only parts that, like... resonated with your life. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the snuff films... Uh, because they seem so real. Yeah. You know, it's like this could be something that actually happens. Once you get to the paranormal stuff, then it's like, okay, now... Yeah. Now it's not grounded anymore. See, I've been
0: and And maybe sinister was the reason I started doing this, but all of a sudden I started watching the final destination movies. and uh, I don't know if you've ever been a a fan of those, but you know that's where death has a design and yeah, and uh, you skirt death and then death comes for you and they they always do these like root what's that root Gold, Goldberg traps that yeah, it'll it'll make you feel like he's they're going this way and then they go this way. And so that's, that's what I kind of liked about these films. They were like practical and, and like logical of how they murdered the families and stuff. Um, while Final Destination is just balls out crazy most of the time. Um, okay, so Deputy So and So, my favorite character, <laughs> uh, played by James Ransone, who played Eddie Kasparak in It Chapter 2. One of the highlights. Um, I think honestly, the second movie is him. He's the main character. And I think they made a right choice there because he as soon as he came on in on screen, it's like a whole new movie. Like it actually like woke up. It just wasn't Ethan Hawke in a sweater. Like, do you ever change that sweater, Ethan Hawk? I mean, that thing must smell like shit. That stinky, shitty sweater.
1: I just see, uh, you know, cause after he said about the alligators and yeah. said, I was like, what? I gotta see that. And then so I see a Death by Rats. Oh, yeah, that's stupid, too. All of it, all that movie's dumb, except
0: for Deputy So and so, who's great. And <laughs> and it has Shanna Sussman in it. Uh, <laughs> who was a Nick Girl? For like a month in the early 2000s. So, I mean, how do you like our our favorite, well, my favorite, Losers Club adult?
1: I mean, he's alright. He's yeah. alright, damn. I, I, I didn't actually really like care. Bro. Did you watch it, the movie? <laughs> it was more like, you know, when, when he came on screen, I was like, hey, I know, I know that guy. That guy, yeah, I know him. He, he's losing.
0: Where's his inhaler?
1: Um. But I mean, as far as his role in the movie, I mean, he he did his job. I have no problems with them. I love him. I could have um, watched him because he he
0: he actually like told that guy the truth. You know, he was like, "You have all this stuff. You're getting in the mindset of these people." I have noticed you have whiskey on your desk almost every time i show up and he's like i'm not a drunk oh yes you are a drunk um i i just wanted to be like one drunk belligerent scene oh and also him gaslighting his wife too like he <laughs> to
1: me the more i watched it i realized how bad of a person he is i love like when uh when she's like i to- i asked you If if we and he's like no you asked me if if two doors two doors down no (laughs) we live no doors down this 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 was a a
0: very good (laughs) good movie about gaslighting because he gaslit the shit out of his wife Um, like after he gets after he confronts the rottweiler um, she's in and she's like all upset and stuff and he's like. We have never been more poor than right now, and, and and I know that we're gonna do it. And baby, we'll get everything that we ever wanted. We're gonna have all the stuff. We're gonna have the chicken nuggets. We're gonna have it all. And, and you're gonna love it. And, and, oh man, and we're, I'm finally gonna make love to you. Unfortunately, right now the the alcohol uh, doesn't make my dick work. And, Unfortunately, uh, I've been watching kids chip, <laughs> kill each other, to, and like really, really does not. There's no room for boners. And uh, <laughs> but baby, I promise we're gonna do we're gonna do better you can do better. You do better for me. (laughs) (laughs) So that, that was, (laughs) I love, I love that part. But, um, yeah. So in hindsight, this movie, which I do believe was actually like really well made in some aspects. Uh, once again, kind of suffered what our last movie, the last exorcism did. Um, In the end, it had to go balls out crazy?
1: It was clear. I I don't know if it was the case with The Last Exorcism, though. Mm -hmm. That that may have been the plan the whole time. Sinister, it feels like where the story went was not the plan.
0: Yeah, Uh, I think I'm with you there.
1: And I I can absolutely see... Like, I've seen... Uh, things where they say, like, the, the kind of scary, like, these scenes that are so just, like, out of place. I mean, the, the kids running. Yeah. Uh, they're the, um, the night terrors. Things like that. Yeah. Where they don't connect to anything. No. I've seen things where they say, like, the producers, like, made him... I'm sure. Put those in. And so, like, it does make me think maybe they had a total influence on the story itself.
0: I mean, I do believe that they did get pushed in a different direction. And I think the, um... I do believe that the reason why Vincent D'Onofrio was in there was because that was part of, like, the rewrites, you know? Um, Get somebody that is an expert to kind of push the story in a different direction. And, um... Cause it, it, I could easily see him not, honestly, find out anything, and I and I feel like I still feel like when you went it, when you went to a different house, it kind of like changed it completely because they they felt comfortable in that house, like it looked like they were still living there. I don't, I don't know. It it just. It came kind of out of left
1: field. Well, they they moved back to their their old house. Yeah, which was badass. And, just, uh, <laughs> and like I'm just thinking like they, they said, Oh, we, we couldn't afford that house. And it's like, well no shit, you couldn't afford it. Yeah, you look at a fucking,
0: fucking mansion.
1: Like, is that what novel money is? Can <laughs> you can you
0: make money off of books it, like that?
1: This, is this Kentucky blood money? It's, it's Kentucky blood money. <laughs> I say, I say. Uh,
0: um, I wonder what that crime was, though. I wonder what the Kentucky Blood crime was.
1: I don't know. I guess we need a prequel.
0: Yeah, they need to do that and be like, Ethan Hawke is Kentucky Blood.
1: <laughs> it's totally different. It's not. <laughs> I just... I really would like to see them take it in a more, like, realistic, like, actual crime drama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right.
0: and, and that's kind of what it
1: looked like. It was heading to, and then it it had to and get it was supernatural. Still, and it was still really effective. Uh, excuse me, it's okay. Oh, thank you. No problem. <laughs> it was still really effective. Like what they, what they had. Um, I mean, obviously the super eights uh, were horrifying. And, and I mean, having some kind of like conspiracy, like this this guy, the mm-hmm. boogeyman, yeah. who was in all these films, you know, he could be a part of it, but make him like a real person, yeah, and make it so the danger of him possibly being around his family, yeah, you know, doing the like maybe this man is still around,
0: yeah. I mean, and it would totally be effective and. Probably scarier than what we got. Because I think they wanted... I, I think at one point in time they realized how stupid Bagul looked. And they had to decide whether we we're going to show slow motion kids or show this stupid asshole chasing Ethan Hawk around his house. And so I think they went with the lesser... I think they decided to just do the kids because really truthfully that is... That... Deity design was just—it's like he was like some faux rock star, you know. Like <laughs> I thought he should have a Metallica T-shirt
1: on and like a in one of those dusters, you know. He's definitely one of those designs that like you can tell someone drew it first. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, just just the way he looks do... like he had Jack o' Lantern eyes. Yeah, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, let me, uh... Uh, let's, yeah, let's see what he looks like, people. Um, here, uh, let me start up my
1: internet machine yeah I mean it's just
0: yeah like what he, is he's, that? he's
1: got like triangle I uh, mean is he wearing a smoker's jacket? is he the, is he, uh, the undertaker when he got his face hurt? <laughs> no he's wearing that that like that, that kind that you know a button, button right here it kind of folds over uh, and buttons on the side.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, because that's what normal evil deities wear. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he, he looks like a. Uh, he should be in like a Motorhead music video. Never mind. I don't
1: know what the fuck kind of jacket. Yeah, Here, here's
0: a. Yeah, what is that? I mean, is he is he the the zombie from Hocus Pocus? <laughs> like, what is he? <laughs> is, is he uh? Bill Murray? Yeah. Then, <laughs> I mean I mean what what'd they decide. Length. I mean what they how is that a smart move? I don't I don't get it. Um I mean I would have rather been wearing a wife beater.
1: Uh, you, you can definitely tell it would definitely <laughs> <what is this>? <laughs> 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 It gave him gave him eyeballs oh, and man. it just it looks so, ridiculous. So but no, when, when it's Drawn Mm -hmm. as like a like like in the the poster where it's drawn in the blood. Looks pretty cool there. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But real life bagul looks stupid. You know, maybe maybe just use your drawings on your on your Facebook profile. Uh Bagul be stupid. Um, (laughs) so
0: that was sinister. Uh, would you recommend this? to a horror fan.
1: I'm kind of torn on it. Like Natalie and
0: Brulia, you're torn.
1: <laughs> because the highs of the movie are really high for me. Yeah. Like the lows are really low.
0: But that's the thing, the highs are are few and far between. You know, they're, they're as long as he's uh, putting his 8mm film on the screen, you're good. But the rest of it is just dog shit. A big, steamy powder Rottweiler shit. <laughs> I mean, they fucking had a scorpion. Like, the scorpion leads the way. They dropped it on there and all of a sudden, oh, look, is this... oh, there's stuff in here. Oh, it's eight millimeters. Um, oh, and a snake. Oh, watch out. I don't know. This was like an amalgamation that they just like threw shit at the wall and like hope hope it stuck, and it did, and, and people did. fell for it. <laughs> and uh, but I'm telling you, people out there in in uh, the horror community, uh, don't ever see this movie. <laughs> like maybe one of my least I'm,
1: I'm favorite. Gonna real quick, let me see, let me see what uh, Sinister Two made because. You know, everybody sees the first one. I don't think it did that well compared to. Oh, well, yeah, not nearly as well. It did have a higher budget, $10 million. Well, you know, um, maybe. But the box office. Oh, so, yeah, it still made its money back yeah. and still more than many other films yeah. get to make. Uh, but the box office was $54 million.
0: So, still pretty good, though, for a movie that no one liked. I mean, probably like a 15 Metacritic score, score or something. I don't know, but it um. it was not well liked. Although uh, Dickerson did write it.
1: <laughs> oh, you you were actually exactly right. Was I? It's 15 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that was
0: that was just a joke. But hey, I'm glad to be right. Um. So. Michael, after we uh, went to the scariest movie ever made, um, I don't think there's anything we can do. I think we have to close the podcast. Yeah, on, I mean, I mean, we watched down, the scariest movie. It's all
1: downhill from here. all down here.
0: Um, I have a, a suggestion, but you know, I don't know. Did I make the last suggestion, or did we just group suggest it?
1: No, this was still me because okay. you said you said uh, the last exorcism was technically your pick. Yeah. So okay, well you pick so the, no, no, this is your pick. Oh is it my pick? Okay all right. Um,
0: so we've been doing a bunch of well-known movies and I kind of wanted to do one that I read about again. I haven't seen in a long time. Um, but I would like us to do a very small budgeted small film called Coherence. Um, it's a sci-fi psychological, mind-bender, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's really, really good. At least I, I think it is. Um, I love uh, when you uh, bend space-time and reality and uh, put people in normal situations to go up against it. So, I hope you like it. And, you know, maybe this... Will, what What's the... We're in July? Uh, small July? Mini July month? Is it July? Yeah, it's July. I'm trying to figure out a cool name for it. I can't. Small eye, small film.
1: Okay. okay, I have one.
0: <laughs> okay, this is my idea for a month and, and I'm gonna spitball it with you. But I want to do from hits to shits. Hits, shits mm-hmm. okay. So like maybe we'll do this in like August or something, but we'll take a big movie, great movie and then do either the last one and it's eight million of them or do like the next one which turned out to be a big
1: floppy turd we could do like uh like what's like the first paranormal activity yeah and then go, and to then go straight to the last like one? ghost dimension or whatever it yeah. is yeah you know
0: like um and that way it'd be funny out of context too because there's a lot of stuff i'm sure that happens <laughs> i don't know um but yeah, that, I think in August we'll start that month. We'll we'll give ourselves a theme month because you know change it up a little bit. Yeah. But I want something new, something different. Let's do coherence uh, next week, and you should be able to find it on Tubi or whatever for free. If you like commercials, I don't. I don't care. I'm like, give me free movies.
1: If I had it on a browser with ad block, yeah, would it still play ads?
0: I don't know. Probably. I feel like it would. They gotta make that money Tubi's got on them great movies. You know? Like Pootie Tang. <laughs> what? And, and Boo! Medea's Halloween.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, great movie.
0: We should do that. Um, that, That'll that be the April Fool's. Yeah, yeah. Or we could do like Ernest Scared Stupid or something. Yeah. That'd be great. I wanna do one with my daughter with that. Like, let her do the podcast. And we watch Ernest Scared Stupid.
1: Sorry, anyway, you, you better watch having your daughter listen to the podcast. Listen, my daughter is very mature for her age. <laughs> listen I to don't... how she was reacting to <laughs> our, our <laughs> intro. It's like she's going to start yelling out some stuff pretty soon. If she hadn't done it already,
0: <laughs> I think she's good. She knows what's between me and her mother. <laughs> She has she's going to have a hard time. <laughs> All right everybody. Well, thank you for listening to the Cat Scare podcast. I've been Campbell. <laughs> I'm Campbell. I'm Michael. And good night and good luck. Uh, and then I'm going to add some 8 mm real still... sounds. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just going to have them. I'm going to make those 8 mm sounds. And then have that music go oh, 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 oh. Was that a scorpion?